You cannot catch a virus. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country, as always, on the other end of the mic. Say hello. Oh, I'm Boye. Welcome back again. That's it. Your favorite hosts are in the building. Guess who's not? <laughs> Guess who's not? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Guess who's not? Right. Yeah, no Chris. Nope. Looking to my right here. Nothing but wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's a nice wall. It's a beautiful wall. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful wall. I know walls. It's a great wonder wall. wall. It's a wonder wall. Yeah, man. So we're back for the long-awaited part two of HH and the homies. Uh, I know this was a uh, long-awaited, long-requested. <laughs> <laughs> we've been, uh, you know, we've been kind of busy. We've been, we had a lot of other guests that jumped in, and we've been doing all these other shows. And then, you know, you guys know I moved back to Kansas, and then everyone was working and doing overtime, <clears throat> and so it's been a crazy time. We didn't. It was a it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, a lot of interesting things we're going to talk about tonight with the latter part of the show, getting into H. H. Holmes, the uh, murder mansion, uh, how he designed the whole thing, or did he? I don't know, man. The more research I did on this, because it's during the time of the World Fair, which we know some more information about those things, which is basically we don't fucking know anything <laughs> about those yeah. things. The more information we get, the less we know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's like reading the 9-11 Commission report. It, dude, it's like reading the report on January 6th. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I know Wait, less so when I watched it. So you're telling me six Trump supporters almost took over the United States that day within a matter of and there, hours? And there I was, just at work like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Missed the revolution. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Next time. Next uh, time, baby. Next time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> Well, if you're new to the show, thank you. Uh, we appreciate you guys stopping by. We know there's a lot of options out there. We do. Thank you so much for all the support. Um, we'll do some announcements uh, towards the end of the show. But um, did you happen to, Boya, see that satanic ritual that took place on mm -hmm. Friday? Yeah, with the uh, sacrifices shortly after. <laughs> 
dude, the more and more. That it, was okay. Tough. Let me just tell you from my point of view, right? Because I heard what happened and I was like, yeah, okay. And then I was like, wait a minute, he's basically a Kardashian. This is weird. And then you have like Kanye fucking calling all of this shit out, trying to get right with God. And then he leaves Kim and he's late, calling honey. people out, like talking shit still, you know, like fuck them. Then then that whole thing about the 808. They, sep- they separated? Yeah, they're going through divorce right now. Because wasn't, wasn't she hooking up with fucking fucking pete davis <laughs> yeah i don't know how this fucking guy dude looks like a dude that you would hand some money to on a fucking freeway median right <laughs> and he just like hooks up with all these fucking celebrities dude. i don't know how he does it but uh when you sell your dude, my glasses it's true like fucking hey dude which is weird because <laughs> his uh his dad died uh his dad was a firefighter and died 9-11 so like gets even more weird. <laughs> but oh, uh This yeah. is why people listen to the show right dude, here. Silly, silly. Was he but, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, dude, cuz a lot of his comedy act, and he's funny ass dude. A lot of his comedy act early on especially was like jokes about his dad dying in 9/11, right? And like how <laughs> he like went through a bunch of depression and shit because he was I want to say in like middle school when when that happened. And, you know, he loses his father, so he had, like, no dad. His mom was depressed. He was depressed. And he sold sold to the devil. Now he's famous. Yeah. Maybe that was the blood sacrifice. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Could be. But uh, you sent me the first post about it being, like, a ritual sacrifice, and I was like, sounds like it was just kind of a concert to me. And then I'm like... (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> He's on to yeah, something. Right. The, the more you start looking at it, because Eddie Eddie Bravo talks about this all the time, and it's so true. Like the bands that, that are that from like back in the day that yeah. everyone thought were like the satanic bands, you know, like yeah. fucking Pantera and Slayer. What is up <laughs> yeah. with my fucking glass? Maybe it's your is face. Room tilted? It could I be. I think your face is tilted, dude. Fa- all right. It doesn't look that bad. Take, you're, I'll take you're these good, off dude. for a little bit. I must be tripping. I think so. Like he it bands like Metallica, Pantera, Slayer, like they yeah. you, you thought that they were like the satanic bands yeah. when they're really just like old just, dudes that rock and do dude, drugs. You know? Yeah. I, I'm sure there's some weird shit that goes on with it, you know? Uh I'm sure you don't get as famous as those guys are and do uh, all the drugs that they have done in their lifetime without some weird stuff happening. Oh yeah. But the music industry now is just plagued with nothing Full but of it. And none of the music is good. Like, that's how you know that somebody got fucking, this is soul their soul. They went to the crossroads, spilled some blood, made their sacrifice. Because now it's like, how are you, like, you hear Megan the Stallion all over the radio. Garbage. And you're like, how did this happen? Why did you you pick that as your name? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, because she kind of looks, I'm sure she has a lot of, <laughs> you all right over there, dude? <laughs> I don't know why it looks. Just tilt your head a little bit. Just, there you go. You got it. Okay. 
All right, it could be the camera. Let me see if I can adjust the camera a little bit. There we go. But uh, straight on. Fuck me. Sorry, guys. She's definitely got some horse hair going on for sure. So, oh, don't even be talking about all the horses missing their hair. <laughs> Megan the stallion. Megan and that's the, the thing is, when I saw this first video of these kids that were rushing the fence and some some people to get trampled in that situation, which is yeah. terrible. But I'm thinking like. Is fucking the Beatles in town? What are we? What's happening? Dude. Who are they rushing to go see? And then no, like, oh, no. Travis Scott. No, dude, they were like, they were running away from somebody. Is what my thought is. Oh, so so okay. there was there were there were people. Okay, here we go. Get your shovel out. We so we were talking about it at work, and I was like, yeah, oh, okay. to dig so the rabbit to dig the rabbit hole. I was dude. like, to bury bodies. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Too soon, man. <laughs> to bury on. your blood sacrifice. Uh, so we were talking about it at work. I started looking, read more stuff, and there's witnesses who say they were there. Take it with a grain of salt. But there was a uh, security guard who mentioned something along the same lines. He said that another security guard got poked in the neck with something, then all of a sudden that. fucking went down unconscious. They had to fuck. use, yeah, they had to use fucking Narcan to revive him. Oh. And so American, we get you again with syringe. <laughs> right? <laughs> These fucking Chinese syringes. So <laughs> they there was multiple people saying, like, yeah, there was a dude running around poking people with a needle. So in my mind, you know, all it takes is one dude to go, Oh shit, he back here stabbing people with a needle. And everybody takes off running to the front right. of the stage, right? Away from this guy. And then I think it was yesterday, or might have been the day before, uh the Houston police chief says this has turned into a homicide and drug investigation. Mm-hmm. So if, my guess is that motherfucker got dosed with some fentanyl. Same shit we saw during the George Floyd video where old boy fucking from the paramedics jabs him with the needle. I just got to check your pulse. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's gone. We lost him. We um, lost him. So I'm thinking somebody was out because it, it takes a fucking drop a fentanyl to kill a person it's yeah. nothing right so they're running around stabbing people with needles people are dropping left and right every single person that they took to the hospital had a heart issue same as george floyd <laughs> right Did they all get jabbed with the vaccine you think they it was just like a vaccine, vaccine party oh dude maybe it was a vaccine party maybe i'm way off base dude and they were just <laughs> trying to save your neighbors and shit that's it <laughs> That's that. But, that's the part of this. Um, see you on the other side. That's that was. The oh my god! There. And then you see, because uh, you know, my wife. She was telling me about. She's like, yeah. Apparently, he said he didn't see it. I'm like, bullshit. There's video of him standing on a platform in the middle of the crowd while they're literally loading bodies onto golf carts and driving off. He knows what happened. Yeah. You know. So he's also doing this weird chant when it's taking place. Yeah. And there's like a backdrop. A of his stage basically looks like um like a Satan's portal butthole or like a <laughs> yeah. portal yeah. or like or... cern turning on and then he's wearing that fucking shirt with like demons jumping out of a portal yeah do you remember that game portal yeah um yeah so mm-hmm. kind of like is it like a little figure like jumping through yeah yeah it's just fucking that and <laughs> then you look at all the demonic stuff that he's always done and when i'm thinking about it too you you have to look at it as okay Someone like in the rap industry, someone like Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I think he's actually a really good rapper. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy um, Tom McDonald. Mm-hmm. 
Now, he's an independent guy, and he talks about, like, a lot of stuff in our community, so that's cool. Yeah. And then I look at somebody like Travis Scott, which I thought he was, like, a skateboarder. <laughs> like, when I heard the name, they're like, oh, yeah. have you ever heard of Travis Scott? I'm like, is he in Tony Hawk's yeah. game? <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. Couldn't couldn't name you one song. No. Couldn't name one I'm sure song. I've heard, I'm sure I've heard one, but. Sure, right. Couldn't, couldn't but you have you. to ask yourself, like, is his music that good? That so many people would be like trampling over some people or rushing to the stage. Yeah, dude, this isn't Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's not. No, it's not. Like that's generational. Which, you know, it is. But I think there's an there's an aspect of magic that's involved with it for sure. Like I think his music is targeted at a specific demographics mm-hmm. and age group. Mm-hmm. who are impressionable, and perhaps even the frequency that he plays his music at. I know we're getting deep right now. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're absolutely right, dude. There were kids there as young as eight years old. Why the fuck is an eight-year-old at a concert? Dude, uh, this was not a fucking you know, blippy concert, right? This isn't fucking JoJo Siwa. <laughs> hey, like, the wiggles, the wiggles. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what and, are we doing, parents? Yeah, oh, you, hey, Eight year dude, that would my son is gonna be eight in three months. Taking him because this wasn't just a concert, it was a festival, right? No <laughs> fucking way. There's gonna be people there fucking drunk, high off their ass, starting a, a music festival. There's always a fight. I don't give a shit if you're at EDC or fucking Burning Doesn't Man. Matter. There's gonna be Doesn't a fight. Matter. And there's lots of drugs around, dude. Dude, like Eight or nine years ago, the one of the last uh, concerts I went to with my it was my dad, my brother, and my sister in law. We went to a it was Poison, Cheap Trick, <laughs> um, and Def Leppard. Hell yeah, throwback. Yeah, huh? so it was like fifty year old potheads. There was like old saggy titties hanging out everywhere, but it was it was wild. A lot of leather. A fight. A fight. <laughs> <laughs> leather that they haven't taken off in years. A fight broke out right in front of us. So we were like in this seating area that like steps up yeah. on the sidewalk. So like we're the front row of like the highest area, you know? Yeah. A fight breaks out right in front. I mean, my brother, my, we're all up cheering like, fucking hit him, <laughs> fuck hit her. And then this chick jumps in, like this dude's wailing on her boyfriend. And then she jumps in and she starts trying to like punch that dude. And then my brother's like, fucking hit her! <laughs> fucking hit her too! Fuck that bitch her! So then security runs over there, breaks it up. And then she's like trying to go back to her seat. But everyone's, everyone in the crowd starts chanting, get her out! Get her. <laughs> so then they grab her and escort her out. And she like flips off the crowd like, bitches, whatever. Fuck all 50,000 of you. <laughs> yeah. Of course, she did. she did one of these again. Yeah. Fuck oh, you. you've never done this before. Okay, lady. <laughs> yeah, that was a... Uh... But to your point, yeah, there's there's always a fight. There's always a fight yeah. happening. No, dude, and it's... Dude, it's pretty explicit, right? And plus, you didn't know that you were bringing your child to a giant ritual sacrifice. It was also Chris Jenner's 66th birthday, which is like oh. a giant holiday, like celebrating that year of birth. It was like a giant holiday in the magical world, right? So, and... How many times have you fucking heard her be called a witch, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and let's face it. <clears throat> these, you get that fucking mosquito, dude? No, dude, that was a spider. 
Oh, coming down to set down beside Show's her. over. Show's over. <laughs> but uh, bitch, <laughs> tell your friends, motherfucker. Yeah, leave the body on the floor so they know what happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, but uh, let's face it, dude. This chick, she banged her way to the top, and then um, I'm looking at a screen here because I'm trying to close this pop up. Um, um, and but then. All of a sudden, her family is millionaires, billionaires, fucking super famous, TV shows, clothing lines, makeup, whatever, right? There's no way that that happens without you giving up something. Yep. So. Yep. And and they, they, they're, they're starting a new season of fucking Kardashians on Hulu. Why? Because they hit their fucking, you, you have eight. Ritual sacrifices, and the ninth one's on us, and you get a free TV show. So, did you bring your punch card? Did you bring your, your, oh, there uh, it is. You know, we we can start a new one. How many punches did you have before? <laughs> Honesty Those system. Carry over. Those yeah, carry, we're gonna carry them over. over. Just throw the old one out when you get home. Yeah, dude. Here's the thing, man. You can't. You really can't. And this is what's bothering me. I guess maybe because of uh, like our, I guess I could say our mindset, right? On the show, seeing all these posts on Instagram, they're like, see, this is why you don't, you pick somebody up when they fall down at a concert. And I'm like, that's not what fucking happened. It's not just people <laughs> falling over from being trampled. They were at a fucking Satan worshiping festival and a bunch of people got sacrificed. Not to I, mention the stage was an inverted cross sticking into this portal thing, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's hi. There, there are people who are like, man, like it's crazy, you know. Fucking, I remember my cons, and it's like, no, dude, you're missing the whole idea here. At first, yeah, yeah I was like, mm, nah, this is a little, and then you're like, oh my god, the symbolism is all right there. Yeah, you know what I mean, you, have you seen the the fucking posters, dude? Yeah, for okay. I'm going to see if I can pull one up real quick just to show everyone watching the video. The see you on the other side. Uh, Astro World. Astro World Fest or something like that. Festival. Not festival. Festival. <laughs> uh, let's go. Astro World Testicle. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. Boy, how many times, how, how many concerts have you gone to in your life? Just um, rough, rough estimate. Let's say maybe four or five. Four or five, right? Yeah. That's probably close to what I have been to. Um, uh, shit, dude, I've been to Warp Tour twice. Never got sacrificed. No, dude. Right? Fuck, and, I went to Warp Tour. Was kind of wild. Yeah, dude. I, I went to Anger Management I mean, Tour. It wasn't Ozfest, but went to Anger Management Tour. Didn't get sacrificed. Went to Rock the Bells. Didn't get sacrificed. Been to, I'd say like three, like smaller concerts, more like shows, I guess you would call them. You know, but never got sacrificed. Right. Not once. Not one time, dude. Well, and the thing is, too, is the, back to the sim- symbolism aspect of it. There's so much involved with it. Like, they, uh, they had to, excuse me, walk through, like, a big skull yeah, to get like into the, the festival. And it was, yeah. like, uh, Travis Scott's head as a skull. And you, like, walk through his mouth, basically, mm-hmm. like, walking in through a portal. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm gonna pull it up on Instagram here because I know he had yeah. it on his Instagram. Yeah, and the posters and like the sh- the the T-shirt art all looked, you know, pretty similar. Same type of, just like in an animated form. 
<clears throat> yeah, it's it, it's 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 crazy, man. Because it's, it's pretty it's pretty it, it's not a coincidence, you know. If that's no. what people are wondering, but this this comes on the back of what Kanye was talking about with the the lower 808. frequency eight hundred eight. And how it's different from heartbreaks, man. Yeah, dude. And then, but I was like, you, didn't you come out with that album? You know. So, but yeah. <clears throat> I think that was okay. before he decided to repent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's working overtime, and perhaps, <laughs> perhaps there was conversations in the Kardashian family of what was going to take place. And he and said, "I'm out." He's he's like, mm, "I'm out." And he's he's been trying. I think he has been trying. Yeah. I, I do think. Remember when we were talking about that? That he for sure sold his soul and was like, "Fuck, wait, this is forever." Yeah, you know what I mean. So, I think so. I don't know. Um, so let me screen share. Uh, let's see. Tab. Let's see. Tab. Give it a minute. It usually takes a second to pop up. So up for you, yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, dude. Um, oh, here it comes. It's coming through. Yeah, that's weird. What the fuck? Right, dude. Weird. There's. I don't know. Can you see my mouse? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's like the portal, mm-hmm. and it's like upside down. And then you have two hands with eyes on it, and then mm-hmm. all these eyes around it. We we all know what that means. Yeah. Live so at the, the mountain, there, like there was a uh, comparison to Pan's Labyrinth, right? Where basically the innocent get invited in, and then they can't find their mm-hmm. way out. Similar similar to H. H. Holmes' castle here, but uh, the hands. You remember the movie Pan's Labyrinth? There was a creature with the mm-hmm. eyes on its hands. Mhm. Here's another symbolism one. everywhere, dude. Just symbolism all over the place, man. Oh, look at that fucking portal. Would you look at that thing? <laughs> With the I giant mean, phallic symbols on each side. Yeah. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Just a quinky dink, I think, though. Yeah. Probably nothing to see here. Anyways, trip. Uh, our hot take: satanic ritual. Obviously, I did see a post and I forget what the other event that took place the exact same day, but years ago. And I don't remember if it was like the Fort Hood shooting or if it was the Vegas shooting or hmm. what it was. But something it took like place that. the same day. Yeah. Some something giant like false flag event. Yeah. Some FF. Uh, so they did cancel the event for the next two days after like after that Saturday, Sunday was mm-hmm. canceled. Uh, yeah. I would think so. <laughs> should we should we move on or like nah, dude? <laughs> All right, who's up next? Yeah, <laughs> let's get these bodies out of here. <laughs> Somebody scoop okay. those up. Last thing I want to say about it, man. I know we talked about it just briefly, but again, what are you doing taking kids to that? Stupid, dude. Stupid. Do you think it's like the community? that that is involved with that or is it just parents nowadays overall parents Parents being fucking idiots dude um there's no way that i would take my kid to a fucking music festival like that you know what i mean um i mean 
are they listening to that music at home? Sure, probably. Who fucking, you know, it's it's different listening to that shit in a car and then taking them to an environment that is going to embody the message of that music, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's stupid, stupid. I mean, it, yeah. It, fucking imagine like Ozzy Osbourne. And, and like when his kids were young, he's like, Daddy, can we go to Ozfest? No, are you fucking crazy? No, <laughs> yeah. of course not. I'm going to fuck a dead bat and bite its dick off. I don't want you to see that and warp your little mind, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Like even he's like, no, we're Dude, not doing that. Seriously. Like, who the fuck is taking kids? It's It was stupid. And it's, it's extremely sad that you had a 10-year-old sure. and an 8-year-old have to go through all that shit. But the parents should be at fault a little bit. I'm. I feel I'm like almost should be charges brought. Right, and if that concert wasn't 18 and up, um, then shame on the venue. And I know they're getting sued, and I hope they get fucked. I hope they get completely fucking bankrupt from it. Bankrupt. <clears throat> I hope Johnny Cochran raises from the dead, <laughs> and ha- prosecutes the Kardashians somehow. Because oh my god, that would be amazing. Or did you see? Or or what if what if Kardashian himself raises from the dead oh, he's like, and prosecutes? Fucking black guys, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Back. Oh, if I knew what I know now back then, <laughs> Chloe is OJ Simpson's <laughs> love child. Come on, man, oh, dude. Come on, she's, man, dude. She's probably got at least four three speed. She's she got them big old rubbery lips. Oh you know my god, man? dude, and and oh, she could. She, I'm, I'm sure she'd probably play defense if she was in the NFL. She would have, I would say, For at least drill. four and a half sacks right now at this point in the season. That's my guess. I would draft her in legacy for sure. Uh, <laughs> I see. And here's the thing, man. I, I've always hated the Kardashians with like a passion. Preach. It's the same way I hated. Um, what was that show? Jersey Shore. Oh yeah. That show. yeah, I never watched that shit. Never seen it. Either. Never seen a whole episode, dude. No, yeah, is the whole the whole thing that captivated audiences at the time was just weird to me. Weird. But I but but I always liked the middle sister. Like I thought she was the like the best looking one. She seemed like the realest one, and now she's dating Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, or not Mich- uh, Travis Barker. Yeah, and she's with Travis Barker, and maybe they've drifted away from the family. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Travis is into weird shit. I'm sure he's into weird shit, but maybe not like know. that. I don't know. I don't but, know. but did you see that photo shoot that Kim Kardashian did where she was like bondaged up? Yeah. Yeah. And like she, she had from posted the it. Yeah. She posted it like real quick and then took it down. Yeah. I and was like, uh, screenshots live forever, sweetheart. Dude. And because uh, my wife sent me a TikTok of someone showing this off. And talking about how fucking weird it is and how she's a witch and participates in all this other shit, right? So set the visual here. She's got she's in like full splits. She's wearing this fucking like vinyl suit. She's wearing full splits. Her hands are and arms are behind her back tied. And she has lights hanging from her legs that are in the full split position. And she has a ball gag in her mouth. <laughs> and she's suspended. From the ceiling. Dude, and most importantly, she's a mom. She's a mom. <laughs> Fuck. Like, dude, if that was what you're, you and your husband are into, cool. But 
how did that make it in the end? I mean, she did have her fucking woofer fan all up on the internet. That's how she got famous. That's Thanks, true. Ray J. Thanks a lot, My dude. My guy. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. Tell Brandy Hope that I nut said, was worth it. What's up? Hey, hello. <laughs> hello, hello, Brandy. Hello. Tell us. Tell her we said hello. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely strange stuff. Completely insane. Other thing in the news that we should mention real quick before we get into Mr. Mudget, respectively. Gavin Newsom's um, dead. Probably <laughs> dead. Motherfucker's <laughs> been MIA since he got that bustier. You know what I'm saying? Idiot. You dumb bitch. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Do you not listen to the show? Idiot. Bad idea. Big fucking dummy. He started actually believing the shit that he would tell other. No, it's yeah. it's completely safe. It's now completely safe. Yeah. Now you got an enlarged heart, you asshole. Even Pelosi was like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, thank you. You shouldn't take." Um, listen, coming from your aunt, don't take it. He took it. Hasn't don't been seen it. for a while. Don't take it. I was I was more or less gonna mention the. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That boy's going to walk. You know, I was talking to my father-in-law. He's like, nah, you know what they'll find him guilty on? Curfew. I was like, yeah. And he goes, it's like 150 bucks, $200 fine, and that's it. But, uh, yeah, I think their star fucking witness fucking killed it for him today. You idiot. <laughs> You absolute moron. Dude, funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Especially because his attorney was like, are you fucking are His you attorney's fucking literally, they, the camera pans to his attorney, and he's sitting there like this. <laughs> so for anybody that hasn't seen yet, Kyle Rittenhouse, the uh, young hero that fucking sent two souls to meet Jesus, and the other one got his bicep blown off. Um, and in defense Hard to masturbate of his, with that arm. Yeah, you're not gonna be slapping any more women around with that hand, you fucking asshole. So <laughs> we all know who Kyle Rittenhouse is. Uh, the guy who got his arm blown off, his bicep blown off during that whole fiasco, and managed to survive the uh, the wrath of Kyle Rittenhouse was on the stand today, and Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney asks him. So let me get this right. You said that you drew your gun and then you approached Mr. Rittenhouse and you aimed your weapon at him and that's when he shot you. So he goes, this is safe to say that Kyle Rittenhouse didn't point his weapon at you until you approached him with your weapon pointed at him. And he's like, yes. <laughs> he's like, okay. So he walks him back through the question. Kyle Rittenhouse was on the ground with his weapon pointed down. Yep. And then you pulled out your pistol and you pointed at him and you approached him. Yep. And then he raised his rifle and shot you. Yep. <laughs> he goes, okay. <laughs> and walks off. And then the dude sits there for about three or four seconds and then realizes what he just said. <laughs> and he goes and closes his eyes for about three, four seconds. And I'm like, oh, you realize you just fucked up, dude. <laughs> the best part about it, too, was the way that he's answering the question. You would have thought in his mind, he's like, I'm 
Yes, that's got him. Yes, got sir. him. That's what he did. Got him. <laughs> Hi, hello. Yes, I pointed my gun at him. Then he shot me. Hello. What do we do? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I said it slower, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> when I Fuck. said it fast in my head, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. I was sticking it to this fascist in court today. Fascist. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my. God. You know every. You know every black person in that room went. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm, mm, this mm. dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Meanwhile, old boy in, in fucking Texas, a black kid that goes in and shoots up his fucking school. Nothing. They're not going to file any charges. Is it like an eighty dollar bail or something like that. Something like that, dude. And they're not going to file any charges. But here's the biggest difference. That kid, that black kid, super affluent, driving around in a brand new fucking Charger. They live in a fat house in Texas. His parents are real known throughout the community. They make a ton of fucking money, and he's going to walk. This And people will go, oh, no, it's because Black Lives Matter. That kid was getting bullied. He might have deserved it. White guilt and this and that. No, yep. dude. If you That's believe it. that fucking, yeah. If you believe that narrative for a second, fucking Lord help you. But the I the hope you big, get more boosters, dude. Get all the boosters. Line up now, <laughs> like it's a fucking new iPhone. Line up early. Um, but they, it's it's the class issue, dude. If Kyle's written house's dad was one of the biggest fucking doctors or lawyers or whatever, in in that state, then this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, we wouldn't even be hearing about. No, we ain't hearing about. Wouldn't it. be an issue. Just like the rape thing that happened with the Duke lacrosse yeah. players. Yeah, they were they're fucking. Or the rape thing that's happening at that high school, dude. Which one is that? The, the, there was a fucking high school where this this boy who said he identified as a girl and would wear a skirt to school went into the women's bathroom and sexually assaulted one of the girls in there, and then oh. the school tried to cover it up because they didn't want to have like a bad look on the trans community, and then the parents well, not fucking trans. yeah, then the parents found out, went down to the school, like, what the fuck? You guys are going to do anything about this? And then the mom of this boy who pretends he's a girl to sexually assault oh, other girls. I did see that post. Okay. Yeah. The mom goes, well, she's a 16-year-old girl. She should have made it more clear that she didn't want to have any of this happen to her. She's more than capable of fighting her for herself. And I'm like, whoa, dude, what? It's her dude, fault? I would have, I would have... See, I hope, I hope to God nothing ever happens to, to my child or, or children in the future. Because I, I know for a fact, dude, I'm going to jail. Dude, I, Dad I'm not just, letting the justice system handle it. I'm fucking, I'm out. I'll see you in 25 years, maybe. Did, we'll you, see. did, you, see, did you see that dad that found out his daughter was sold into a sex traffic ring? And then by her boyfriend, and then he mm -hmm. went and fucking found her boyfriend and murdered him. Yeah. And then I guess a neighbor or something was like, yeah, this guy just said he murdered this other guy because he sold his daughter or something. I'm like, first of all, what are you doing on the phone? Buy that man a beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hang up, dude. So now he's in court going through all this shit, and I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah, this, what's he in this, court for? This kid who intentionally went in to rape a girl in high school is being, you know, overlooked. And this dad is about to go through the fucking ringer for saving his daughter's life. Like, 
Nah, dude. It's crazy to me. It's crazy Insane. to me. See, as governor of Kansas, what I would like to enact <laughs> is uh, an, uh, a two-week period uh, of a purge that not everyone can commit murder. However, if you were caught within these two weeks of doing any wrongdoing to a minor, a child, you've waived your civil rights. You don't get a trial. It's grab the pitchforks and and if you could get, make it get judged. two weeks, uh, get judged. And you can't leave the state. No, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> you got two weeks. Everyone And every citizen is deputized oh, for two weeks dude. straight. Fucking A. You know what I mean? I'm That's shit, my I'm, thing. I, just, I, need, I need to get a Kansas ID then. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. If something ever happened, I'm gonna I'm gonna find that person and I'm gonna hung 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 hung. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're getting all of it. I don't, yeah. I, I just I get that the, the, the that these parents in these situations are looking for some type of justice to be done. Mm-hmm. In today's society, I just don't feel with this. It's cultural Marxism is what it is, and it's running rampant through this country, mm-hmm. and they're just letting stuff like this happen. Yeah. Yeah, for the sake of not offending people of a certain class. Clearly, 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 this guy who had a ding-dong, who's wearing a skirt, going to school, trying to fuck a chick, not a trans. Yeah, well, here's here's the biggest issue, dude, is... You know, people are like, it's just a bathroom, okay, until it's the fucking scene of a crime, right? Mm-hmm. And so now the school let that slide because they didn't want to offend a certain class of people, okay? Could a sexual assault have taken place in the men's bathroom by another man? Of course. Yep. Women's bathroom by another, of course, right? But now when you're saying, if you feel a certain way, you can go into the opposite sex bathroom, Okay, well, there's plenty of people who are deviants that are going to take advantage of that. Right. And that's no one's saying that if you feel like you're a certain way, you cannot, you know, do this, this, and that. What people are saying is it's not a a good idea because there are terrible fucking people in this world that are going to take advantage of it to get their crimes done. It makes it easier for them. Same as you had that fucking pervert up in L.A. walking around with his dick out at the spa while there's moms there with their daughters, and then them going, oh, it's cool. He identifies as a woman. No, it's not cool, first of all. My daughter doesn't need to see someone's dick. You know? For a long time. For a long time. Very long long time. time. At least until I'm dead for the next (laughs) 60 years or so. (laughs) I would like to be dead as well. Um... (laughs) Yeah, man, it's just it's it's crazy, dude. Because you know, at the end of the day, you know, like you said, these people they're they're bad people out there, and they're gonna take advantage of the opportunities that are given to them. Yeah, it's and it makes no sense to me that they're trying to rationalize obviously like heinous crimes Mm -hmm. in the defense of somebody who actually just says something. Yeah. There, there's no there, there's no system of belief behind it other than this person said they mm-hmm. identify as this, and therefore that must be true. Yeah. Like, could it also be possible that this motherfucker is just a pervert, 
and he's trying to do, get away with some weird shit, and you're literally letting him. Yeah. Now, it's not to say that, like you said, uh, there's some people that feel that way and want to be that way, and yeah, it's, they're just going to go use the bathroom. But, at the same rate, we also have to be willing as a society to not allow situational awareness to dwindle to nothing, mm-hmm. you know, in, in defense of someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when when Storm Shadow gets a little older and he's got to go use the bathroom, and I'm mm-hmm. with him, you know, I'm going to let him go in there, like drop his pants to the floor like every little boy does, yeah. a little butt hanging out, peeing yeah. in the urinal, <laughs> right? And, you know, a weirdo walks in there, it's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, you have to wait oh, outside. Dude. Yeah, you have to you wait become, outside, bud. You become your own son's human shield at that point. And, you know, I fucking, yeah. I've, I had to go through that with my oldest son, and I'm going to start going through that with my youngest son because now he's peeping in the potty like a big guy. Yeah. So, so it's, we got to, you know, protect him at all costs. And then that's a natural feeling. And for these schools and shit to just be like, meh, no, it's all good. You know, the guy wants to pee in the girl's room. Like, no, dude, it, clearly not making an effort to even look like a female. Yeah. Why would you say that that's okay? Right. Exactly. Fucking insane, dude. Hate it exactly. here. I hate it here. Get me out of the simulation. <laughs> Reset. Yeah. Control, delete. Control, alt, delete. We just start floating. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, okay. We had to hit some big topics, big news topics before we get <laughs> into this one. Sorry. I know. Sorry. Well, listen, if you're new to the show, this is pretty standard. Yeah. You will hear the topic eventually. Yeah. Right? But we had to get some get some stuff on. It's a good it's a good little warm up for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get the get the feel of the room, get the vibe going. So get the juices flowing. <laughs> get you wet. Oh. <laughs> um okay, so H.H. Holmes, part two, Mr. Mudget, respectfully. If you go through the uh, part one, that was more of his younger years, background, schooling, education, and the ties that he had to, you know, animal mutilation and possibly a very early on murder with the little boy that went missing uh, that was like his homie. Allegedly. Uh, So it's pretty crazy. Allegedly. So now if we get into the kind of nitty-gritty ditty stuff, uh, Mr. H.H. Holmes had purchased this uh, lot across the street from his store, if you remember his pharmacy yeah, that he owned in 1887. That he jacked. <clears throat> he had, yeah. Remember that lady was like, oh, they're like, what happened to the lady that owned this? And he's like, uh, she went west. Yeah, dude, she moved and, to California. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, it was all <laughs> over the news. <laughs> and, and like, of course, back then everyone just went, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you let know? me call her. Nah, dude, you're going to have to send oh. fucking post. I don't have her address, so. <laughs> Damn, she didn't leave a forwarding address. Anyways, I'm running a place of business here, so yeah. you can get you're, the fuck out. You're trespassing. Get out of here. <laughs> so he bought an empty lot across the street from his store where he began work to construct a three-story building, uh, which he said was going to be used for apartments, shops, um, lodging, local lodging. Uh, this is the time when Chicago was putting on one of the first World's Fairs. That's a whole nother topic. Mud flood. Mud flood. World's Fair. Reintroducing everybody to what? 
history was. <laughs> uh, now, he bought this in 1887, and he did not finish construction. Now, I say he. I think he had teams of in there building this stuff. Yeah, around. there was. he was switching off contractors and shit. Well, yeah, yes. He didn't finish it until 1892, so it took him about five years to complete. Um, two years after that, 1894, is when police, w- police would begin exploring its different passages, hidden rooms, uh, and finding all these crazy bodies and stuff like that. But yeah. it took him five years to complete the construction. And I think, boy, when you said that he was switching contractors, I think it's a similar situation with the exception of, if you remember, the Winchester Mystery mm-hmm. Mansion. Same. Where same. she had like an influx of income. Because yeah. she was the wealthiest woman at the time, mm-hmm. um, and she had believed in a ghost story and stuff like that. Yeah. So, build this staircase to this place, and it didn't make any sense. I think it's it's similar, but it's different in the sense yeah. that, you know, th- these contractors are like this bitch is playing up paying us motherfucking money. Exactly. So, and and on the other hand, you know. Because you got to think of it like this: that's a small community. When you come to contractors, especially, I'm sure back then. So when they're like, you know, sitting at a bar for contractors and they're like, oh, dude, this bitch, she's paying so much money, but she wants me to fucking build a staircase into a wall and put a door off to the side and it's 12 feet high. And they're like, yeah, but she's paying a lot of money. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm just saying it's stupid. And I think with H.H. Holmes, they would get so far and then he would be like, you're fired. Next. You know, and then, <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because from what I understand, he didn't have a very good reputation uh, for keeping those types of uh, you know em- employed for a good amount of time. They knew that right. it was going to come up and get fired at some point because he was just doing random shit. And I think for his from his mindset, it was to make sure that. There wasn't one person who can tell the whole story about what he built in that building. Right. Also, I think there's a um, a little bit of maybe sexist ideology behind it hmm. that uh, women don't come off, generally speaking, as um, creepy, hmm. weird, abrasive. Yeah. True. Uh, and Mrs. Winchester was also well known for taking very good care of her workers, mm-hmm. being very pleasant. Uh, where H. H. Holmes, as you had said, kind of a dick bag. Also, Piece of shit. Yeah, murdered people. So a lot of people, Lots of <laughs> and and mostly women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I found out that so on the first floor, he, he this was his plan. Now, <clears throat> I want to get to an interesting thing that I was when I was doing this research um, about the, about the house but his plan was that the first floor was going to be basically an area where he would rent out storefronts yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like a strip mall yeah because the building itself took up an entire block uh, it had a hundred plus rooms but the whole first floor you know you got um, a drugstore a, a shoe tailor a barber shop, all these different places. So he's yeah. generating Maybe a cafe or something. Maybe, yeah, like a little corner cafe where people can sit there and sip some tea and some scrumpets. <laughs> and, you know, before they go upstairs and be murdered. Yeah. Um, but the the rest of the building was kind of concocted in a way where you you had very similar to the Winchester Mansion with the exception of 
this the staircase that didn't lead anywhere would it actually mm. have been your thought of only only way out because you were about to be murdered. Yeah. But he had something set up that was extremely sophisticated at the time. Well, this motherfucker could, like, basically uh, law-abiding citizen you. He could fucking kill you without even being there. Yeah. So he would have, like, asphyxiation chambers. Mm-hmm. Airtight rooms. Where airtight, airtight rooms. I mean, again, we're talking late 1800s here. I don't know how he did it. Maybe there was some Nephilim involved, World's Fair stuff. <laughs> how do you get a fucking airtight room when, right. like, they have dirt roads? What are you talking about? I, no can't, I, can't keep the, I can't keep the fucking flies out of my kitchen. I don't know how he did <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> but, but he'd be like, oh, yes, enjoy your sleep tonight. Enjoy your sleep tonight. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, HHMs. I'll leave the door unlocked if you want to. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then you shut the door, and then he would like walk down and like comically turn this really loud value, and this, yeah, and then the motherfucker wake up dead. You know what I mean? So he can go about the building and like murder other people in ways that he would see fit, and then dump them down like big fucking shoots. Yeah, like laundry shoots to, to the basement or whatever. To the basement, where he would do experiments on them, you know, um, clean their skeletons and resell. Yeah, them. exactly, resell them cadavers and stuff like that. And then he'd be like, "Oh, shit! <laughs> I forgot about room thirty-two. I killed her two days ago." <laughs> yeah. Brb. He'd fucking. <laughs> yeah, tags a fucking sticky note on a dead body. Be right back. <laughs> and what Bookmark was interesting too is, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> BMTB, bro. Uh, when I was doing the research for the second part of this, uh, a lot of accounts of obviously he was employing a lot of women at this time because he yeah. was also fucking boinking these chicks too. Oh, Not dude. all of them. But a lot of them. Yeah, he would only hire chicks that were attractive and were young. And he would basically tell them, like, listen, daddy's going to take care of you. Um, here, Here's a contract. You know, basically, this is saying that if you die, don't worry about it. It's a small chance of you dying. It's really small. You haven't died yet, so you're doing great. But if you <laughs> die, we're going to have a life insurance policy in your name. But... Since you're just here by yourself, it would make sense if I was the beneficiary. Not like you're going to die. I'm not saying you're going to die. But if I'm the beneficiary, then we all win. And they're like, yeah, okay, fuck yeah. And then next thing you know, they fill it out, fill out the insurance form. H.H. Holmes is the beneficiary. And then they're fucking dead. So this guy, sure, he's making money on people showing up to this place. But he's also raking in a lot of fucking money. Because these women go dying, he goes, makes a fucking life insurance claim. They, for some reason, keep paying out to this guy. <laughs> I know he knew the clerk no by computers, name. man. Yeah, he's just like, oh, hey, yep, what's up? Oh, HH is back. What's up? And H boom, squared here's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Walks in flipping the papers. <laughs> Look Pay who's <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, dude. I know and, he's and, got a brand new horse, like horse and buggy. It's got it says like Bugatti oh, on the dude. side of it. <laughs> but it, this is how it was. It was fucking normal for this guy. Normal. You know, well, something that I was thinking about too is like fucking at this time again, knowing what we kind of sort of almost know about history during this time. This is about as the most recent history as I think that we have that's accurate. So if we're talking about the World's Fair and all the theories that are involved with that and then the reset and mud flood, and I'm thinking, like, how the fuck, how the fuck are these people falling for this dumb shit? If it's all true, I, I, let's just say, right? Yeah. If it's all true, how the fuck are they falling for this shit? Do you think perhaps these people, these are the people that were dropped off in this area? They're like, oh. yeah, go walk around, learn about history, go learn about this stuff. And they're like, you should live here. Okay. Yeah. Since you you're new here, here, you should live and you're going to need a job. Right. That's, <sighs> that's what I'm like. Cause they have, they don't know like insurance. What's that? Sure. Yeah. Are you a I new sign? mom? You give Are me you, money if, for doing this. Yeah. If you're a new mom, just leave your baby at the world's fair and the incubator exhibit and then go over there and fill out an app and boom. I'm telling you, man, I'm oh thinking a majority of his victims were like, uh, not necessarily the orphans, but the, the people the that, that were came, being dropped off yeah. to, like, see the exhibits. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Fuck. Because here's the other weird part about the... the. It's been called so many different names. It was, like, Murder Castle, yeah. Murder House, Murder Scary Hotel. House, Murder yeah. Hotel, yeah, Oogie Boogie Boogie Room. Yeah. Uh, so many different things. But there's no pictures of no, this thing dude. being built. There, There's a there picture has, of it. Yeah. There's got to be somewhere. There has to be. Unless it was already fucking there. Which is quite possible. Right? Because we know now, for a fact that there's plenty of buildings where things were covered up, altered, whatever. That there's no other sign of them being built during that time. Or they, they just simply couldn't have been. Now, let me... I'll pull up a screen share. Now, let me... I'll pull... Pull up a screen share. Uh, is it this one? Let's see. Give it a sec. Yes. The satellite delay. Um, okay, share that. Give it a sec here. Give it a sec here. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always, it yeah. always takes a second. Um, there's a picture, and it's of the five points in New York. Do you remember the... From gangs in New York, it's kind of like that uh, an- it's just a angular dude building on the edge of his on bed, the, with uh, a giant dick oops, hanging uh, out. Wrong one. Here we go. So uh, I can that? I can see the article. Is Picture it the building? Is that the article? <clears throat> Damn it! Okay, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna stop sharing. Sorry, I messed that up. I messed that up, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Try that one more. Try that one more time. Fucking mosquito in here. Um, One more time. Um, There it is. Boom. That's a massive fucking building. Yeah. Hey, hooligans, want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Mud Water. That's right. It's a coffee alternative made with organic ingredients that is good for your health 
and for your performance. Listen, are you guys addicted to caffeine like I am? But does caffeine even keep you awake anymore? Or do you just drink it to avoid the headache like I do? Check it out. With one-seventh the caffeine as a cup of coffee, you get focus, energy, immunity without the jitters, crash, and the dependency. Okay, mud fuels your morning ritual in a way that will make you Spartans smile and Buddha proud. 100% USDA certified organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, kosher, vegan, Whole30 approved. What can go wrong? What can be better than this? Listen, if you're trying to get off coffee, trying to get away from the jitters, the headaches, the dependency of caffeine, give mud water a try. Click on the unique link that is going to be in the description of this episode to get you some mud water and crack that dependency today. All right, Truth Hooligans, I want to tell you about our amazing friends over at Dr. Cowan's Garden. That's right, the Dr. Thomas Cowan, a practicing holistic doctor in San Francisco who has revolutionized health with healing your body through a clean diet and natural medicines. You may recognize him through numerous videos, lectures, discussing many different topics concerning your health. And when it comes to viruses and the integrity of some tests that are being used to prop up the pharmaceutical industry's mass hysteria operations. Dr. Cowan and his family have created a way to benefit your body by inputting clean, healthy toppings that you can add to your already existing diet. Dr. Cowan's garden has created powerful vegetable powders that you can add to your already existing recipes and use them as seasoning. Each of these jars contains roughly 50 teaspoons of a single teaspoon serve and a single teaspoon serving of Dr. Cowan's Gardens powdered vegetables equates to a full serving of cooked vegetables. Parents having trouble with stubborn toddlers not wanting to eat or finish their vegetables, not a problem. Throw a teaspoon of this shit on top, boom. A full serving of cooked vegetables. We're excited to work with Dr. Cowan's Garden by clicking the link, your new unique promo code, Dr. Cowan's Garden, to receive 15% off your entire order. Change the way you view what you put in your body and see how these products can change your life. Can you see that? It's huge. It's huge. Now, what's interesting about it is it's 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 on the corner and it said that it took up an entire city block now i can't see that far but maybe just to the left here where you can see kind of what would be the to the left of the photo as it like kind of steps down that might be as far as it goes it's hard to tell um it's a it is a huge building if you look at the street how the people in size in in comparison size to the building here um some interesting architecture uh, as far as like the different colors, different layers. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can see the first floor here. He's got storefronts. All the fucked up shit was going up on up up top and then down below. However, boy, take a look. Those telephone poles? Yeah. That's good. Power lines? What, What are those? Yeah. Right? What are... Weird stuff again, man. What are those for? And I know it's three stories, but comparatively to the people, those stories are fucking huge. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's just, it's interesting. It's interesting, interesting. Again, I haven't seen any photos of this place being built. No. And, and not one. You can't go now and go see it because they burned it to the fucking ground. Um, 
Yeah, they burn it, and it's a well, post office now. Whoopsies. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, not only did he have rooms that basically airtight, um, he had just regular rooms with nothing in them that he could lock you in, and you would starve to death, uh, or you would die of thirst or, hung- or hunger all- as well. Um, he had rooms where he would pump in poisonous gas. He had rooms where... Um, or hallways that you would enter into and you couldn't get out. Yeah. You know, fucking one way and he'd just leave you there. Um, and then the country had mentioned he could take you to these shoots and they were all over the hotel, slip you down the fucking shoot into the, uh, basement of the whole place. Um, not to mention from his main office, he could access any of these, and this was weird about is the time this took place, but then when you start to think about mud flood and higher technology and things like that from that era, he had access to every room's mechanism from his office. And yeah, just to think this guy could be sitting somewhere, flip a switch, pump fucking gas into your room and murder you in your sleep, then show up to your room Dude. and handle you whichever way he wanted. And here's the thing, man. It's reported that this place had a hundred rooms. Yeah. A hundred fucking rooms. Yeah. Now, th- that's not to say that it was always at max capacity 100% of the time. Let's just say he only had four guests yeah. one night. You know, room 61, 62, 63, 64. Yeah. Like, you're obviously, he's going to know where they're at. But, <clears throat> looking in, in this article, it says here, and I'm kind of getting real conspiratorial about maybe, I don't know, not even a thing. Yeah. But it said that he possessed in the house, every room was like rigged with this um, alarm system. Yeah, yeah. To where that he would know if a, if a guest or something like that stepped into a hallway mm-hmm. or to go downstairs, it would set off an alarm. And I'm like, this motherfucker had Brinks set up. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's insane, dude. Because, like, he how'd has, they do that? That's what I'm saying. Like, to just be able to tell people or tell him that somebody's in a certain hallway, one that he has access to, to lock the door, or you know what I mean? So yeah, but the, it sounds silly. It, there's there's only one person who was kind of witness to him building this hotel. And that was his partner. What was his partner's name? I think his last name was Peitzel. Um, yeah, Peitzel. And he was aware of um, his actions as far as the fraud goes, right? His insurance scams. So <laughs> Peitzel's stupid ass decides, okay, cool, man. Hey, let me in on that. Let's fake my death. And then you get the money and then we'll split it. Well, that's not what mm-hmm. happened fucking H.H. Holmes actually kills him and then collects his money and then decides like, oh shit, this is after the hotel's been built, right? So he decides, fuck man, like the shit I did at that hotel is a little hot. I don't want people to come after me. So he dips after he murders his partner. And then mm-hmm. he, get, he it was like 10 grand. <laughs> this motherfucker's crazy, dude. 10 grand, right? So... He takes the money, he leaves, and then later he decides, I got to kill this guy's kids. He had five kids. Mm-hmm. He kills three of them. So 
they don't come after him, I guess. Like the the logic behind why he killed his kids is was weird to me. Like was it because he thought that they were going to grow up and avenge their father or you know what I mean? Didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't. And he he wasn't even when he was arrested, dude, he was arrested for mortgage fraud. Dude, it was it like not even his most heinous crime was the one he I think he got to a paranoid point, right? Cuz admittedly from him, he had killed at least 120 some odd people, something like that. That's what he's claiming. Um they can only confirm uh, uh like 10 or 8 something like that, but or I think it was 13. Anyhow, he killed a lot of people. Yeah. But they fucking or he's he's going through this thing in his mind like, oh shit, okay, I killed all these people in my hotel. What if they start finding out? I'm not at the hotel, so I can't like clean up my mess. And then mm-hmm. he freaks out, kills this guy's kids. I think at this point he was just in kind of like this psychotic, you know, serial killers have this rage mode, right? And they just fucking right. do shit unexplainably. When they're, on think, a, when they're on a kill streak. Yeah, and, I, you know, he got that UAV, and he's trying to fucking... <laughs> I, I think that's what happened, was he just lost it and got careless and decided, like, okay, I'm going to kill them. But he had been busted before for fraud, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, numerous times. Yeah, and... And, it, and, he, and he, he ran so many, like, swindling uh, routines that... Oh, yeah. Maybe it all just caught up to him. Yeah. Right? Got sloppy. Fucked over one too many people, got sloppy with it, and he got caught for it. Now, what was interesting about after he was captured and he confessed to murders, Mm -hmm. now, it said that he confessed to killing 27 people. Sometimes you read 30, ever 32. But then then there's other accounts that he's killed anywhere between 9 to 200. Yeah. That's like Charles Cullen numbers. Yeah. Which, again, that's a fucking scale. Yeah. Right? <laughs> How many people did you kill, Mr. Mudget? Well, it's either 9, 27, or 200. I'm not too sure. <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. Like, none of that. No. There's fucking. No, dude. It's a, there's a spread here. <laughs> yeah. You can't just jump from that. You know what I mean? And I, can you take the guy's word for it? Absolutely fucking not. Like, the guy was a scam artist through and through. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. If he says well, he killed over a hundred people, do you buy it now? Two hundred people, like you don't know what to buy from the guy. I mean, of course you got to right. document it because he's not insurance, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking guy, dude. Thanks to him, my insurance <laughs> system's all fucked up now. Look at it. Yeah, way to go. That's the real conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is my deductible so high? H.H. Holmes. Uh, it's better than buying a new phone. Yeah. It's better than buying a new yeah. phone. This is our Holmes policy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Mudget policy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's weird, man? Is Okay, so of the 27 people that he confessed to killing in the murder castle, only a fraction of that the police, the police could actually confirm. Historians, as we had said, they, they go between 100 victims, was closer to the truth, maybe 9, maybe as many 200. Dude, Check this out. This is my favorite part of this potentially not even a true thing. <laughs> no excavation of the site was ever done. No. See, here's the weird part, dude, because 
they talked about like while portions of the building were complete, but during the building of other parts of it, he would just murder people and then throw them in the concrete. Or he had lime, mm-hmm. like your contractor, he tells you, I need four lime pits right there. Like for what? Oh, so I could depose bodies. <laughs> Am I right? And they put him there. Am I right? Yeah, and he would do that. And so, you know, along it wasn't like he was like, I'm going to start murdering people when this is done. He was yeah. doing it throughout because there were portions of the building that were operational at the time. Um, and it's very possible that it could be about 100 people. You know what I mean? But like 200? Could be. That's like. Could could be too. I mean, I mean, how many people were were coming through that building? You know, a, a lot of fucking people. And it, it could have been. And but but they don't. Uh, but it, they didn't exhume. Here's the weirdest part, dude. More weird that they weren't like, well, let's dig up the basement. Let's go to the basement, dig up some shit here. Let's do something. No, dude. All of the sudden, uh, let's see. The castle catches on fire. In 1895 from internal explosions that were going off so was this place okay building seven dude like all right so we already know that he was claiming that he has access to all of these rooms um to set up his deadly devices or whatever is if that were true is it far-fetched to think that he rigged this motherfucker to blow at any given point in time yeah, I mean, obviously he's not calling on a Nokia and like <laughs> ring, ring, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So he, he could. Well, he, oh, the boss said that he would make the demons go away. <laughs> <by stomach laughs> yeah. He's got a fucking phone. Yeah, it, it very well so could have been. He told you know one of the women that he hired, like, if anything ever happens, I need you to go to this door, punch this in and this pad or whatever that caused the shit to blow up but it's for just it to blow up randomly like yeah not a coincidence no i've i I ran across some reports of that he possibly had a few accomplices Mm. even though the one that is noted mostly that hey let's fake my death you can take that money and he's like actually i'll just fucking kill you no i'm just gonna kill you um which is a possibility but this is the part that i want to read i know i mentioned it earlier but this was in the article so uh, all the, all of the doors and some of the steps were connected to an intricate alarm system. Whenever someone stepped into the hall or headed downstairs, a buzzer sounded in Holmes' bedroom. I fucking don't buy it, man. I, I don't know. I'm not like trying to make this guy sound like an awesome person. Yeah. But the more I'm looking at the the history of the home, the construction of the home how they said that all these things were intricately designed and connected and he had these ways of doing this. I just don't know. And then every, f- like, there's a photograph of the hotel from the outside, which we showed earlier yeah. on the corner there, but there's no pictures of the them building it. There's no pictures of these rooms. There's a lot of artist rendition drawings yeah, of them. Yeah, or Or drawings of... Or not drawings, photos of other buildings being constructed that aren't. It'll just be some guy standing on a steel beam, and they're like, "Oh, murder castle." It's like mm, that's not it. Yeah, that's not it. So it's really interesting, man. Then I have a lot of questions about that. Um, 
as far as the official narrative. Yeah. Well, you got to think this place was supposed to be, you know, this big cosmopolitan type thing going on next to one of the world's largest events. Oh man, I'm going to have so many people wanting to open up stores here, wanting to live here, wanting to rent a room here for the night or whatever. Right. Cause it was like, like you said, store housing hotel. And so why wouldn't there be any photos of something that was so hyped up at the time to be like, have this great connection to the world's fair and not one picture of it being built. And, and there's people who say like, yeah, the place just went up one day. It just was there. Oh, that's fucking weird. (laughs) Well, that's dude. That's what's interesting is uh, there, there is a quote from, from Holmes where he said, I was born with the devil in me. I think we mentioned that in, in part one. I cannot help the fact that I was a murderer no more than the poet can help inspiration to sing. But this quote here, um, it was taken from Eric Larson's book, which was called The Devil in the White City. H.H. Holmes began his murder spree at a moment in history when an unprecedented throng of unknown, unaccompanied strangers were flooding the streets of Chicago flooding. looking for temporary housing. Uh, flooding is a, is, a, is a very descriptive word. From unknown... Or by unknown people, just people just showing up out of nowhere, basically. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if I want to get too conspiratorial with it. I mean, I guess it's part of our show, but it's just um, a lot of things don't add up, right? Nah, it's... and and every every if you look at the newspaper articles from the time that actually does have a photo of the mansion, it's always from about the same angle, mm-hmm. and it's from the same like a. Same angle, or it's always the outside. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, <clears throat> because a lot of I've also come across a lot of articles too that suggest that um, maybe this was a lot of yellow journalism at the time. You know, fantasizing these stories to sell newspapers. To you know, I was I was thinking the same thing. Like, imagine. Right? It's like CNN right now. Yeah. Well, th- imagine like Slender Man, right? Slender Man mm. was just this thing on the internet. Now it's like actual lore where people be like, oh, yeah, I saw the Slender Man out in the woods. Then you had those girls who decided to fucking kill their friend in the name of Slender Man. Uh, kind of took on a life of its own, right? Could have been a story about, it could have just been a couple people. It could have been like a World of the Worlds type thing. Right, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden people are hearing it on the radio, they miss the entrance that's telling them, uh, "Oh yeah, this is just a show," and people are thinking, "Oh fuck, there's an invasion." Then you have articles written about like, "Yeah, we dodge an alien invasion," and they're like, "Now nah, that was just a radio See? show." Yeah, so very well could have been something like that, and I thought about that, right. especially because you don't have any any evidence pointing to that place was built by him at that time other than people saying so you know mm-hmm. and he right. he he died so it was like can't ask yeah, him any right. questions about it. and you can't believe him anyways yeah and on top of that i think we mentioned it in part one where you know what kind of filing record system did they have back then? <laughs> were they writing everyone's name down in a book yeah somewhere well that's that's you know? the way he was able to go to the insurance office fucking right you know 40, 50 times and collect $10,000 a pop. So yeah. they're definitely not 
taking a picture, putting a thumbprint down, photocopying his ID and getting his social. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a good point, man. It's a very interesting case, to say the least. Um, I don't have too many more things for this part. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to mention. We can kind of get off the fence um, a little bit more. No, he so so he he went on the run. <clears throat> Excuse me. He went on the run after he killed uh, Peitzel, and uh, he ended up getting arrested November seventeenth. So anniversary is coming up. Um, remember to set out a real skeleton for <laughs> for H. H. Holmes that night. <laughs> Uh, but nine or 1894 he, uh, he, and a copy of your insurance. Card. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you sign it. Um, he ended up, he ended up getting arrested in, uh, 1894 in Philadelphia. Um, they, he, they ended up, I don't know how, I know there's some sort of relationship here, but there was an inmate who ended up dropping a tip that ended up getting him caught and they arrest him for Peitzel's murder, um, not even everything else, right? Like, they, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, fuck, he killed... Because, I mean, the guy went back and killed his kids. So that's probably where he fucked up. But... Um, not good. It was... here. Here's the weird part. They arrested him. He ends up getting cleared of Peitzel's murder and his children's murder and was convicted... Um, or he ends up getting convicted of those in 19, in 1895. Um, during the trial is when he confessed to killing 27 other people, but the stories were like his, his confession didn't add up. You know what I mean? So imagine it's like when you watched fucking, uh, how to make a murderer and you see the, the, the 16 year old kid, Brandon Dassey with like the mental disorder, and he's like, yeah, 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 I killed her. Can I just go home and watch WWE now? I'm missing WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, obviously, he's not as stupid. Um, not to say a kid's stupid. He has a, a issue. You know what I mean? A developmental issue. But yeah, he's not. The the point is, yeah, the point is, H. H. Holmes isn't a stupid man. Um, so I feel like he knew that they would know that his stories were bullshit. He just wanted to fucking spin a yarn. You know what I mean? So he ends up getting convicted of those murders. Um, they end up hanging him prior to that. He confesses to like a hundred more murders. Um, none of them you can really confirm or deny because listen, if, if H this is going back into, you know, these people who were just dropped off randomly and showing up for work and place to stay, nobody's going to be looking for them. You know what I mean? Because I can guarantee you, if this was all in the up and up, and you're like, hey, uh, I want to move to the big city, and I'm going to go see the World's Fair, and I'm going to work at a hotel, then your family mm-hmm. would at least know, okay, this bitch is in Chicago. Send us a fucking yeah. telegram when you get there or whatever. <laughs> Not a hundred... like, well, you're an orphan anyways. So exactly, yeah. Well, this this that's the point I'm getting to, is there weren't people trying to figure out where their loved ones were, right? There's no reports of 100 people, 200 people, even 27 people going, my daughter worked at that hotel, you know, or she stayed there one night, or none of that. The, all of this story comes from these history makers, history writers about H.H. H. Holmes. So 
very weird, man. It's very weird, and that's such a great point because now, again, at that time, I would say it's not uncommon if you had a family member, a loved one, a small child that like left the vicinity of your property line. Yeah. For more than 24 hours, good chance you'll never see them again. Yeah, and yeah, and you don't hear from them at all. Not a That's trace, it. you know? So, um, but eventually he ends up getting uh, found guilty of Peitzel's murder. I, I know earlier I misspoke and said he was cleared. He was not cleared. Uh, he ended up getting found guilty, and that was on May 7th, 1896. He gets hung. That's it. Uh, but the year prior to that is when his hotel went up in flames. So it wasn't like he died and like dead man switched it and everything goes up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was very strange right. that this happened. Well, there was reports. Ow, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. But it's very strange that this happened while he was still alive, right? He had enough money to pay people to do what he wanted if he needed them to, you know? So. Right. Yeah, I was going to say there there was reports of two individuals had been seen entering the building when it was vacated, and then it kind of burned to the ground, uh, basically eliminating all the rooms, all the evidence, the intricate alarm system, the brinks, the motion sensor cameras that he had set up, uh, the electrical system that it would allow him to hit switches in a 100-room building well, from, from his main room. Like you said, they didn't excavate any of this. Because even if there was an explosion or fire, you'd think you would be able to find some evidence of some funky shit going on. But they were bones. Yeah. Instead, they're like, gather the rubble, ship it to China now. We don't (laughs) want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) This time, instead of syringe, we make dog food. We make we melt this ash down into paint, and we sit, paint toys. We sell to kids in America. Uh, see, dog food in China is different. It's it's actual. Their dog food is made out of dog. What is a the Yulon festival? Yeah, <laughs> where you just show up and it's like a market of live dogs. You're like, yeah, ooh, that Dalmatian looks tasty. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I know. Fuck like, them. Notice how Chinese food always has so many chicken options, but there are chickens <laughs> everywhere. Wonder what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Gross, dude. But, uh, uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much the fucking story of Henry Mudgett. Believe it or not, it's super interesting. I mean... When you first hear Murder Castle, you're like, oh, tell me more. And then... What a weird human response. There's been movies made about... They had a whole season of fucking uh, American Horror Story based on H.H. Holmes. Hmm. Dude, right? And uh, But I think it's because people are infatuated with... Even back then, obviously, they were infatuated with fucking true crime and so... Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, if, get, if I can get off the fence here, yeah. Um, okay, uh, getting off the fence here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the more I think about it, the more research I did onto it. A lot of it sounds far fetched. Not to say that he wasn't a real person, not to say that he wasn't uh, for sure an insurance scammer, 
a fraud expert, and a psychopathic killer? Yes, I I believe all of those things. Did he have a hundred room mansion with trap doors and airtight rooms with switches and alarm systems? Uh, that's a little bit harder <laughs> for me to believe. For sure. Um, okay. I would I would put my my vote. If there was a category of H. H. Holmes serial killer fraud expert. Uh, corpse fucker, maybe? <laughs> That's where my vote goes. Mastermind constructor of crazy fun house that's not fun? The, the no fun house? Nah, I don't think so. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Well, I agree with most of that. Uh, What I do think is that I don't think he built that place. I think he might have renovated it, maybe. <clears throat> okay. Um. Okay. I... I do believe that he may have had maybe one room, maybe maybe five rooms where he had certain things set up because it's very hard to believe that. S- say there's 100 rooms on a floor and he has the uh, – he's equipped to be able to turn on this switch, shut off that switch, hear who's going into yeah. this and that. You know what I mean? A little bit, like you said, a little bit far-fetched. Okay. Maybe a smaller number of rooms, and eventually that, you know, it's like the game Telephone. Maybe they're like, yeah, dude, there's fucking five rooms in there where, oh my God, I heard there's 15 rooms in there. Did you know that the whole fucking hotel was, you know? So I think it just kind of grew on its own. Right, right, uh, sure. But I, I, I do believe that he probably had... If I had to guess, I would say no less than three, no more than five rooms where he did some dirty work. And and that's including the basement. So let's let's say four actual spaces where he could lock people in or shut them off or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, that, that that seems reasonable. That definitely seems reasonable. I was I was thinking more or less of like yay or nay for me. I, I wouldn't even yeah. take into consideration the fact that Maybe he only had a couple of rooms that he could do this in. And maybe he did have yeah. that building that he renovated a few rooms, and the rest of the rooms were just fucking normal ones. So he could keep this yeah. rouge going of, you know, rooms 1 through 38 are good, 39 through 45 are his, like, fucking, you know, yeah. pervert rooms or whatever, <clears throat> and then anything above that are just normal rooms as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, because let's face it, dude. Uh, did the guy like to kill? Yeah, probably. But you got to remember his number one way to get money was insurance scams, right? His means was to kill people, but he did it for the money. I think that's safe he to say. For the so, money. <laughs> yeah, dude. so it's very well possible that you're right most of the rooms were functional and existed as such and there was just a small handful that he did his dirty work in because he had to still make money he wasn't going to build this place and then just murder everybody there and not make money he was about making money so that's why i believe it was a small amount of rooms that's why i believe that he didn't build that place like i said he may have done some reconstruction um, shit like that, and it would be a lot easier to do with five rooms, you yeah. know. Building an entire building with all those passages and shit, nah, dude, yeah. come on. Somebody would have talked. Somebody, Somebody would have talked 
fuck his cellmate snitch on yeah. his ass. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? Come Shit. On. Fucking done, you know? But uh, either way you look at it, the guy was a fucking animal. Just based on the fact that your glasses are still crooked enough. <laughs> just based off the off. fact that... Just based off the fact that this guy would, like, try and wife up chicks, like, get get close to them, hook up, and then murder them, <laughs> move on. You know what I mean? And it's like, damn. <laughs> Ruthless. Yeah. He killed children, allegedly, Big so daddy he's a terrible person. I mean, oh, dude. Fuck. And he was a smart dude. That's the crazy yeah, part. Yeah, remember, back to part one, motherfucker... Was still disciplined enough to be like, I have midterms in two weeks. I need to study. <laughs> I got to focus. I know it's a rush week, and I got to, you know what I mean? <laughs> God, I'm going to fucking kill you guys if you don't quiet down. Whatever yeah. budget. And whatever he would budget. have. Yeah. What, what a fucking idiot. Look at him. Like, dude, you almost <laughs> died. You made it. Good job. Dude, think okay, real quick before we end the show here, a couple announcements. But think of that psychological, like thought process of how many people do you think that you've talked to just <laughs> down the street? You like mean mugged them or something like that, or you in the grocery store and somebody was even like, "Hey, how Dodge. are you? Good to see you again." Like, "Oh, you're checking out the green beans." Okay, all right. Big gulps, mm-hmm. huh? All right. And then that person in real life right now is like an H.H. Holmes. They have a fucking body. You ever think about that? Yes, I do. That's the fucked up part. (laughs) Honestly, like I I think to myself sometimes, just imagine this. You shake hands with a lot of people, right? Or you exchange words with people. How many of those people have murdered somebody? Uh, And I'm not talking about like a a a veteran who's had to fucking get his hands dirty in the name of the yeah, country. I'm talking about people that went out of their way to kill someone intentionally. You have to pass those people. You know what I mean? Like you said, just at the <laughs> fucking grocery store. It has to happen. You're picking up wipes and somebody's like, huh, yeah, from wipes, huh? huh? From aldehyde, like, huh? Like, uh, any, can you tell me where the good bleach is? <laughs> Those I'm looking for a large bag of lime, and you would never guess either. That's the fucked up part. You remember the movie? Oh. Have you ever seen? If if no one's seen this movie, go find it and watch it. It's called Running Scared with Paul Walker. You've seen that movie, right? Yes. <clears throat> the the couple that takes the little boy, and they bring him ice cream cone. They totally normal looking people, right? A little uppity, but if you saw him at a fucking, at church, you'd be like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? You know, little do you know, they have a room lined with plastic and DVDs (laughs) of them snuffing children, you know, that's what, that was the scariest part of the whole movie, but a little bit of foreshadowing is when you see that movie, if you watch it a second time, you'll catch it now because I'm explaining it if you go watch it after the show, but the shadows of those two parents are always monster looking long fingernails and, you know, pointy ears and shit. Um, but that like essentially, yeah, that's fucking Herman Mudgett right there. Yeah. I'm just a business guy. That's all. Listen, hey, moral of the story is don't talk to anybody. <laughs> don't be Stay nice. Home. Don't say hello. Yeah. Run in, get your groceries, run out. Yeah. You this know? is why, this is why the older you get, the less you're like, I need to make friends. <laughs> bro how many times have you told me 
or you've how many times have you heard me say on this show i was good with not meeting any more people in like 2012 yeah i'm at capacity yeah, at good. this point <laughs> I'm at capacity. Not because I'm an unfriendly person or I don't want to maybe meet you. You could be a good person. I just don't want to end up in your fucking trunk. I don't know you. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Or like fucking like a wall somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's breaking into your kitchen right now. Dude, no. I think uh, someone someone's trying to get water for the dog and drop the bowl. There it goes again. <laughs> second time. Because now the bowl's wet, so they picked it up and dropped it a second time. <laughs> God damn, yep. Butterfingers. Yep. There's, there's a kid crying, so yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's the scene from Friday Night Lights. Can't hold on to the football. Can't hold on to my lamp. <laughs> I can hold on to the football, Dad. Just go back to bed. <laughs> damn, dude. Uh, one last thing I want to say before we have a couple announcements. I did post this in our Discord. If you guys aren't on our Discord, please jump in there. We'd love to have you. Love talking to the people in there, man. There's so many good conversations happening in so many different channels. It's a lot of fun, man. It's a real, it's a real mm-hmm. neat way to co- to connect with people in like a non potentially murdered way as well. There's that. Fingers so, crossed. Fingers yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, so. They added some new movies on Netflix. Not new movie, but like new to Netflix. So mm-hmm. they added Shutter Island. Mm-hmm. I've seen it before. I've seen it twice before. Mm-hmm. Shutter Island and Inception. I like it. Okay. Yeah. How did Leonardo DiCaprio not win an Oscar for Shutter Island or Inception? And then he's in The Reverend where he says like yeah. six lines and he wins an Oscar? Yeah. And that bear fucking destroys him. I think he fell in line because his acceptance speech was about fucking climate change and shit or whatever. Yeah. It was. Well, like, here's the, here's the thing, dude. Shut the fuck that up. was probably about the time where he decided like I'm fighting climate change. Fucking, you know what I mean? And yeah. his climate change shit was always bullshit because climate change is bullshit. We all know that. Yeah. Um, but you're yeah, a Shutter Island and the beach. Have you ever seen the beach Mm-mm. with him in it? Oh my god, dude. Find the beach. I know it's streaming on something somewhere. It's called the beach. And like there's this island and there's like like this island is only for certain people and you gotta know somebody to get there. And once you get there, you find out it's real, like a cultish, and they have these ritual dude, it's a trip. It's a good movie. Okay. So about Shutter <laughs> Island. We watched it. The wife was like, I think I've seen that. And then she watches it again. She's like, do you know what happens? I'm like, yeah, I know what happens. But I was like, I have my own theory on it. I don't think he was crazy. I think on that island, they really were running experiments on people funded by the government. And they were messing with his mind Mm -hmm. to trick him into thinking that this is actually what had happened in his file. Yeah, he started to break his programming. So they yes. needed to fucking write them. Yep. Yes. Because there's one part of the... Look, it came out in 2010. If you haven't seen it, I'm not spoiling anything. He's just not living yeah. life appropriately. Yeah, fucking... Yeah. Grow up, Peter Pan. <laughs> get your get your shit together. Damn. <laughs> that was a very occultic <laughs> fucking <laughs> allegory there. Uh, yeah. The one part of the movie, dude, when he meets that chick in the cave... Mm-hmm. Dude... The, that's and, what I'm saying. And they the, never mention I, that again. I agree because throughout that whole movie, you're like, oh, okay, I'm starting to. And then you're like, wait a minute. 
because at the end when they hit you with the twist and it's like psych he's actually a patient here and you're like no because there's some things that happened unless no there's no other way around it <laughs> like unless, he, he, never mind yeah because because they're, they're like you said when he meets the woman in the cave you're like oh shit this motherfucker's not faking it but it's like okay so you're throughout the whole movie you're going along with the story and if it's your first time seeing it it's it is a huge like shock at the end right, right. and and then you're like yeah but like why would someone go okay well i volunteer as the chick in the cave okay well i volunteer as his partner of his fake police fantasy you know what i mean and it's like there's fucking no way yeah there's no way sure maybe mark ruffalo's character was positioned there to be the cop buddy and like then the, the doctor. Yeah. You know, cause he knew how to talk to him or he, he trusted him for one reason or another, but I definitely think that he was well getting experiments ran on him. Yeah. Also too, at the very end when they walked him away and then they mm-hmm. show the lighthouse, that one uh, orderly was holding the tool they use for lobotomies. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna go fucking lobotomize this guy, or whatever it's called. Yeah, because he's breaking he's, his. He started remembering. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I watched it again, <sighs> and I movie. was like, nope, nope, no, <laughs> hell no, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> guy, hey, if you listen to this episode and you're like, man, I should go back and watch that. Go back and watch it and tell us what you think. But if you think anything else, fucked up. Then what we said, you're wrong. So. <laughs> There's that. And we don't want to hear your opinion. Yeah, I don't. So. Don't even. Don't even bring it up. <laughs> okay, so uh, a couple announcements coming. We are approaching our 100th episode. Man, I want to say, holy cow, how do we get here? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for, for following us uh, this far and supporting us and tuning into our show every week. It's really awesome. For some man. reason. <laughs> and for some weird reason. If you've made it this far, congratulations. I mean, you should... He'll get like a slushy or something. You deserve it. Yeah, hell yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. Uh, we do have a special guest lined up for that show. We won't announce it until, obviously, the show and we record with him. Oh, I just identified his sex. <gasps> Dude, first of all, we got to clear that at, with it with with that person That's to true. ensure that gotta, we're identifying them properly. Got to make sure. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. Uh, that will be dropping in December. Um, and then, of course, at the end of the year, we do the season, dude, five, season five announcement for all the shows that we're going to be doing because a whole season or a whole year for us is a season. And we have a lot of different guests still scheduled, still more episodes on the chart. Tr- like, I'm looking at the list of shows that we have, um, and I'm like, oh, we're going to knock these out. We, we've sc- barely scratched it, you know? Barely, I mean? barely, because we had so many good guests want to come on the show, so it's that was the reason that it took so long for HH Holmes part two to come out was because, you know, we had a lot of super cool podcasts that wanted to connect with us. A lot of other guests that wanted to give us their time and their opinion and some guests that we had to reschedule and stuff. So there, we were like, no way we're not going to, we're not going to shove these incredible people to the side. Right and do this fucking little list we got. But we, we will hit those items. It's great that we still have a massive list of them. Um, so we do have plenty of, of content to fill in between get, having guests on. Absolutely. <clears throat> and if you missed the hooligan announcement that I did um, just earlier this week, 
Um, basically, to rehash that, at the end of the year, we're not going to be doing any more corporate ads on our show. So our show on the podcasting platforms will be ad-free. You'll hear ads from us, from our affiliates, because we're going to start working with them a lot. Uh, basically, what we need from you guys is just continued support, whether that be buying a T-shirt from our website, uh, signing up for the Rockfin Premium, or using the affiliates, which are the will be the reads during the show, uh, and we'll have a donate button. If you guys just you, if you don't want to do any of that, you maybe you just want to throw five bucks. Here's five bucks, guys. I love what you do. Yeah. This is all you got. We love it. We thank you so much for it. But that's kind of an easy way too. So yeah. You know, you won't be hearing any of those ads anymore. No more uh, ads for McDonald's and vaccines. and No more, yeah, no more Pfizer ads. Oh, and if you're on Rockfin, or if you're not on Rockfin, first of all, what are you doing with your life? Go get on Rockfin. Make Idiots. a free account. Idiots. All the con- You can get plenty of free content. All of our content you would hear on any other podcast platform is free. There is some content that we can't post anywhere else that's only on Rockfin. Um, because of the uh, content or the the uh, uh, topic at hand, um, so check it out there. But you can also tip us on Rockfin. Yeah, um, they they have mobile app for Android and Apple, and that's where you can get our videos too. Yep. So yep. Also, uh, if you missed in the hooligan announcement, there are. 15 plus episodes from the old show they're going to start trickling out two of them already up right now uh that would be the nephilim and the watchers part one and two are up there on rockfin those are premium content only um but uh audio and they're audio only so go back listen to it when we had dirty roro back on the show most of them most of those ones had dirty roro on them yeah um so check those out uh, last thing I wanted to say, I'm in a competition right now, Last Gamer Standing. If you go to lastgamerstanding.org, you can click on my profile and just vote for me. And if I win, I win money. And I get t- a two-page oh. article in Game Informer, and basically oh, I'm just going to talk about the show. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, dude, even if you don't play video games, let's get Big Country to go on uh lay it out maybe change some more, more people into uh, game informers fucking huge yeah they're gonna be like so so uh, what do you love about video games and i'm like uh my the favorite the, the the biggest thing that i love about video games is that jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself 9-11 was an inside job <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the earth's sure. flat and if you hold r2 <laughs> yeah so you guys how can, fucking cool would that be uh go check that out drop us drop a vote it's free to vote uh you can you can pay money to vote more times in a day you can vote once a day and that goes to actually a, a child organization not like for like peddling kids or anything like that but you can read about <laughs> more about it on their website but hey yeah, that'd be cool not, this isn't the yeah the money doesn't go to the un or anything like that, so. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right yeah for sure uh, one last thing to mention. I know I say that like about six or seven times an episode, but uh, we are almost at our goal for purchasing a new computer for the show. And if you'd like to donate to that, you can do it in any of the ways that I had mentioned before. But that gives us the ability to start doing live shows, more episodes a week. We can edit videos way faster because we really want to do live shows on Rockfin and stuff like that, especially when we do uh, swap casts with other podcasts and stuff like that. 
Yeah. Um, the, 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 the new computer would just be like lightning fast. So it makes it much, much easier to do that. So we are for almost sure, there sure. and that's through your support. So thank we, you. Uh, hooligan. Thank you. Truth. Hooligan. Okay, guys, <laughs> that's it for this episode. Um, true crime part two, HH and the homies. I've been big country. I'm boy. And we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You ain't saying this, ho. You ain't saying this, ho. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.